This is Mr. Lewis, New York Sports 101 podcast for your New York sports. We'll be covering the Jets, the Giants, the Mets, and the Knicks. Um, this week, we'll be talking about a little bit about the NFL. We'll talk about some of the mistakes that I made last week. And we'll get into the games that the Mets had uh, last week. Uh, again, this is 101, Mr. Lewis, New York sports. Uh, We'll be talking about the Mets disaster that happened last week, which I predicted. And um, we will get into a lot of things uh, regarding the Mets and how Mickey Calloway should be gone. But um, we'll start by saying if you have any questions about the podcast, you can reach me at ATLWR14. Any questions, comments, concerns, you can send it there. Uh, Again, that's ATLWR14. I will take any of your questions. And... um, I will cover anything you want me to cover. Uh, Right now, we'll start off with the NFL, Uh, some of the mistakes that I made last week. Uh, We'll talk about uh, the quarterback needs. I talked about uh, how the Giants are going to be primed and ready to get a quarterback, even though they they drafted a quarterback this year. It doesn't give them a reason to not draft a quarterback next year. Arizona done it. So why can't we? So teams next year... There's not going to be a, a lot of teams that's going to need a quarterback next year. The only teams that are up in the air that might need a quarterback next year would be the the Broncos. I don't even know who that quarterback is right now. But uh, the Broncos might need a quarterback. The Raiders, because I don't know if they're high on uh, Carr right now. I don't know if Gruden is high on Carr, but they might be looking for a quarterback next year. They've got the Vikings, uh, might need a quarterback next year. And Tampa Bay, because I don't, I don't think Tampa Bay likes James Winston at all. So those four teams are going to be primed to be getting a quarterback. And I don't see any of those four teams having a worse record than the Giants. And then you have your wild card teams uh, as far as the quarterbacks that they have now is getting old. So I don't know how much they have left in the tank. You have your Patriots, your Steelers, your Chargers, and New Orleans. Now, people are probably saying, you're out of your mind. But is Tom Brady really getting any younger? Uh, the, is Ben Roethlisberger really getting any younger? Uh, I know they're playing out of their mind. Drew Brees is playing out of his mind. But how long is this going to you know go on for? Phillip Rivers is up there, too. And it goes to show you that's probably why Eli's trying to hold on as much as he can is because Eli, Roethlisberger, and Rivers all came in at the same time, and they're still ticking. And I believe Roethlisberger got a new uh, contract, and so did Rivers, I believe, or he's looking for one. So they're not going anywhere anytime soon, but I feel like they're one injury away from just that's it. Because I remember Big Ben was talking about like he didn't feel like playing anymore. It was He was getting injuries left and right. And, you know, when you get injuries like that, it kind of, like, hurts your psyche and you don't want to play anymore. But they're still going. And I'm pretty sure Ben Roethlisberger has a lot to prove because he lost Bell. He lost uh, Brown. And they had a lot of this. They they had some choice words about Ben Roethlisberger as on their way out of the door. So I'm pretty sure uh, Ben Roethlisberger has got a lot to say. Uh, especially with Odell Beckham coming into his division. So we'll see. Uh, I predict the Steelers still win that division. Uh, 
Uh, speaking of Odell, I heard that the coach is already upset with Odell for not showing up to OTAs. <laughs> but you know what I say about OTAs. I don't think if it's voluntary, I'm not showing up. But uh, that's uh, Odell Beckham for you. You know, rouse people up the wrong way. But moving on, Daniel Jones is our Giants quarterback. I couldn't even remember his name, but his name is Daniel Jones. Uh, Minnesota did not make the playoffs last year. I thought Minnesota did make the playoffs last year, but they, in fact, did not make the playoffs last year. The Jets had the third pick in the draft. I thought it was the fourth or third. I didn't know which one it was. The Jets had the third pick in the draft. Chris Herndon is a tight end that I couldn't remember from last week. He's the rookie Jets tight end who's phenomenal. He'll have a great year next year. He'll be helping out uh, Sam Darnold uh, with an extra weapon. Uh, we also have Robbie Anderson, and now we have uh, Le'Veon Bell. It's going to be a good season for the Jets, and I predict them to go 10-6. and six. We'll see what happens. Josh Allen is the Bills quarterback that I couldn't remember. Uh, he, play, he played pretty well last year. I believe he led the team in rushing. I would have to double-check on that. That'll be a uh, maybe a mistake or maybe a hit. Uh, he ran the ball pretty well, I think. He ran the ball to the point where he broke Mike Vick's record. I'm not sure if that was true or not, but we'll see when I look up this information next uh, in the next podcast. James Conner was the running back for the Steelers who replaced uh, Le'Veon Bell, who did a phenomenal job uh, for the Steelers. Uh, almost got him in the playoffs, but yeah, I believe he got hurt the last couple of games. and He wasn't even playing. And uh, Steelers didn't make the uh, playoffs because of it. Um, they did win their last game, but they needed Dan. Uh, uh, what is his name? Baker. What's his first name? What is, what is Baker's? Ba- oh, no, I'm sorry, Baker Mayfield. They needed Baker Mayfield to score uh, against the uh, the uh, Baltimore Ravens in order for them to get into the playoffs, and it just never happened. So that's it with football. We'll move into baseball with some mistakes that I did last or or last week or things that I have to reiterate. Uh, Jacob Rain is the Mets pitcher that threw at Reese Haskins' head. Uh, couldn't remember who did that. Uh, it was Jacob, in fact, Jacob Rain. Uh, Chris Paddock is the one that was saying his choice words about Peter Alonzo. And um, the fact that he should have got rookie of the month instead of Pete Alonso. Chris Paddock, you're out of your mind. I was so happy that the Yankees teed off on him uh, when San Diego came into town in New York. Uh, that's the only time I rooted for the Yankees because uh, Chris Paddock. Um, the Mets will see him soon, I believe, at City Field. I can't. I hope he pitches against uh, the Mets at City Field. He's gonna be. He's gonna get booed. But. Um, it was Chris, in fact, Chris Paddock. And Peter Alonso will probably win the Rookie of the Month again this month. We'll see who wins it. Uh, Adam Eaton, I said that he hit the home run off in the first inning off DeGrom on the first pitch, but he was, in fact, the second batter up. He wasn't the first batter up. He hit it off the first pitch from DeGrom as the second batter in the game. Uh, Doolittle pitched in the ninth inning for the Nats. I thought he pitched in the eighth inning, came in in the eighth inning, but he, in fact, only pitched in the ninth inning when the Nats uh, lost 6-1. to one. Um, 
Brody Van Wagenen, I could have commended uh, his uh, free agent signings. Uh, I believe he did a great job offensively. Uh, I know I I gotta say he did a great job signing uh, pitchers, uh, even though familiar was a miss. Uh, Diaz, uh, I'm still gonna say that he is a hit um, because I really think it's really um, Mickey Calloway's job to manage the bullpen, and he has done a terrible job managing the bullpen and putting in guys in certain situations to fail. But uh, with that said, Brody Van Wagenen has done a good job getting guys in here. Um, If you look at the rosters in 2018, we had a roster. uh, We're talking about backups, kind of like backups, because um, when people got hurt last year, you're going to look to the backups to pick up the pieces. And the people that were backing up to pick up the pieces were people like Jack Renheimer. You had Kevin Ploiecki, Jose Lobatone, Ty Kelly, Austin Jackson, Luis Guillerme, Adrian Gonzalez, and Philip Evans. These are the people that were backing up uh, hurt players like uh, Joanna Cespedes, uh, David Wright, um, who else was hurt last year? Uh, Darno, um, Adrian Gonzalez was uh, gone. He was DFA'd. You know, Dominic Smith wasn't uh, up with the team the whole time. I mean, did he start? I want to know. If, I don't know if he was hurt or whatever. I have to look that up. But he didn't start at first base uh, until the middle of the season, and then uh, we had some injuries in the outfield and these are the people that were backing up and that's not a good that's not a good plan B you look at the roster that we have now we have Hedger Maria who's been playing fantastic Carlos Gomez who's been a star at Milwaukee uh Raji Davis and these are backups Raji Davis who did a great job in the World Series two years ago Aaron Altair who was a top prospect for Philly uh we have Matt Kemp now in our minor league system who's you know, who's been great. He's been tearing it up uh, in Atlanta, in the Dodgers, you name it. J.D. Davis, who's uh, a very good player. I mean, I got to look him up. He's a pretty young guy, and he's been doing terrific for the Mets. Keon Broxton, he had his little hiccups, but the fact that he was a backup plan in center field, I mean, it's it, it was good. The Mets took a chance on him. He's a good He's a good player. It didn't work out, but you still had Peter Alonso in your farm system, and they signed Jed Lowry, who has yet to play yet. You look at that group of guys, and you look at the group of guys that they had last year, Brody Van Wagenen did a great job. So when someone goes down, you're going to say, hey, we got we got Davis, we got Altier, we got Gomez, you know. Uh, we can pick up the pieces. Frazier was hurt. J.D. Davis picked up the ball and ran with it. He did a great job. And don't forget, Jed Lowry was uh, waiting in the wings, but he got hurt, unfortunately, so it didn't work out. So I applaud Brody Van Wagen, and he's very aggressive. If you DFA your player, he'll look at you. He'll he'll try to pick you up. Um, I don't. I can't believe that the Mets didn't jump on uh, Adam Jones, who I believe he's playing well. 
obviously he's playing for Arizona. Um, I'm surprised he didn't take a chance on Adam Jones. Maybe he didn't want to play in the minor leagues uh, like Carlos Gomez did, so probably that's why that was a selling point for Adam Jones to go to Arizona because he didn't want to play in the minor leagues. But uh, that's probably uh, a good thing because I don't see where he fits in the Mets uh, in the Mets system because we have so many guys that can just fill in the void. But that's it with that. Um, he's going to be here the next two years, Brody Van Wagenen. And um, coming into this year, I don't think he would have uh, predicted the Mets pitching to be this bad. But uh, he's not the problem. It's Mickey Calloway. He made that press conference saying that we're going to stick with Mickey. The Mets won four straight. They beat the Nationals. And then they won two out of three against the Tigers. But I said, wait till they go to the Dodgers in Arizona when the disaster strikes again. Are we going to have a press conference on Monday saying that he's going to stick with Mickey Calloway again? We'll see. Time will tell. But the Mets played the Tigers. Two more games against the Tigers. I covered the game against Friday. The Mets lose to the Tigers. Um, but we'll cover the two games that they had against the Tigers and then the four games of the disaster of the four games that they had with the Dodgers and the one game with Arizona. I said the Mets were going to take two out of three against the Tigers, which they did. I said the Mets were going to have a disaster in L.A., which they did. I did say they was going to get at least one game which they did, and I said the Mets were going to at least get one game against Arizona, which they already did. They could take two out of three against the Arizona today because they lost last night in a disastrous loss. But um, I will cover that game next week. But uh, if they lose today, um, that's what my prediction was. But will Brody Van Wagen and have another press conference and say, yeah, I'm going to stick with Mickey after this disaster of a road trip, which I predicted. Um, but we'll get into the first game. Uh, the Mets play the Tigers. They win the 13 innings against the Tigers. Um, Vargas pitched this game. He gave up a run in the first inning on a sack fly. Uh, then Ramos comes right back in the second inning. Uh, Ramos ties the game with a solo home run. Uh, Carpenter. Uh, was the pitcher on the mound. Uh, there was uh, runners on first, um, and he balked twice. Uh, I I saw the balk. I, I mean, it was balks, but he's been doing it for so long. Um, he's probably thought he can get away with it. But with the two balks and a runner on first, that put the runner on third base, and Ramos brought him in with an RBI single to make it uh, two to one in the fourth inning. Um, it was two to one in, in the sixth inning, and then Tyler Bashler has it. Uh, uh, Tyler Bashler happened, I should say, in the sixth inning. Why the Mets keep putting him in? It blows my mind. He gives up big home runs all the time, and he in fact gives up a two-run homer to Brandon Dixon in the sixth inning to put the Tigers up three to two, and uh, the Mets. Thankfully, came right back um, with Ramos hitting an opposite field two-run homer to put the Mets up 4-3. to three. Uh, Diaz comes in in the eighth inning, 
And uh, I don't know why he came in this, in the eighth inning because it was two outs with a runner on third base. Leave the pitcher in. He blows it. He blows it because Diaz blew it anyway. Just don't understand why Diaz has to come in in the eighth inning. You want your closer in in the ninth inning with the lead. If he doesn't have any work in weeks, who cares? Put him in the game when the Mets are up. So they wasted Diaz in the eighth inning. Um, Mickey Calloway is an idiot. But uh, Jacob Jones ties the game with an RBI single uh, off Diaz in the eighth to tie it up at 4-4. And then we have the marathon, wasting our bullpen. Uh, We get to the 13th inning, and Thomas Nino, thankfully, hits a home run. uh, Opposite field, walk-off home run to win the game 5-4. If Thomas Nitto doesn't hit this home run, God knows what's gonna happen. Uh, they could have lost. They could have easily lost two out of three to the Tigers, but it didn't happen. Mets ended up winning two out of three against the Tigers. Uh, Thomas Nitto helps us out in the thirteenth inning with a walk off home run in the thirteenth. We go to the next day. The Mets beat the Tigers four to three. Nick Cadianos. Uh, got it started for the Tigers with a home run off Wheeler in the first inning. Uh, it was 3-1 to one in the fourth inning. Hedger Maria hits an opposite field, three-run homer to put the Mets up 4-3. to three. Wheeler did a great job. He pitched in the seventh inning. He got it taken out after one out in the seventh inning. Familia did a great job in the seventh inning. Maybe he should pitch in the seventh inning. Uh, or actually... I'm sorry, he get, he came into the eighth inning. Um, he picked up the pieces, struck out two in the eighth inning uh, to get Wheeler that win. Diaz scares everyone in the ninth, but uh, Jones strikes out looking to win the game, which was a questionable call, by the way. But uh, we get the win. Um, Diaz uh, gets his save for the Mets win, 4-3. to three. Then we go to L.A., hoping that the Mets can get at least one Win. Uh, it was Kershaw versus DeGrom. Uh, Alonzo gets it started in the first inning with an RBI single to put the Mets up 1 to nothing. The Dodgers get it right back and tie it at 1. Uh, on a weird play, it was supposed to be a double play, but uh, the umpire called a runner on first out to end the inning, but uh, the review showed that he was safe. It was the bases loaded, but he, uh, and it ended up scoring a run because of the. Mm, not so great double play. People were complaining that Rosario didn't get the ball out in time. Uh, he didn't rush to throw the ball. I don't think he would have got him anyway. But uh, it is what it is. Uh, it was 1-1 one to one in the third inning. And Bellinger, who is an MVP player, he might be the, might as well be the MVP of the league, the National League. He hits a solo home run in the third inning to put the... Um, Dodgers up two to nothing. So Cody Bellinger is going to be the MVP. Um, not only is he great offensively, he's terrific defensively. And we're, we're not going to be done with uh, Cody Bellinger um, as far as uh, impact on the games that we're going to talk about in the coming coming games that we're going to talk about. Um, J.D. Davis uh, helped the Mets out in the fifth inning. He hits a two-run homer. To put the Mets up three to two, 
Um, DeGrom comes out in the fifth inning because he threw too many pitches. He threw 100 pitches. He was at 100 pitches after the fifth inning. And then Tyler Batchelor happened. He comes in in the sixth inning. Still don't understand why that the Mets uh, um, management loves this guy. Comes in in the sixth inning, gives a solo home run to Taylor in the sixth um, to tie the game at three. Uh, Basher comes out, but he inherited runs, and Hernandez hits a three-run homer um, to go up six to three. Um, and that was all, folks. And that's basically it. And the Mets end up losing uh, nine to five. Uh, the bases were loaded. The Mets had a chance in the eighth inning that the bases were loaded. Um, there was a sack fly, goes to Bellinger, and when I saw this, he threw it the third. And I was like, oh, good, the run's going to score uh, because he threw the third. But for some reason, Gomez ran to third and got thrown out by Bellinger. I mean, he, that, it was a bullet he threw to third base. It was unbelievable. And the reason why the Mets didn't score is because slow Thomas Nitto didn't get to home plate by the time he got thrown out at third base. It was unbelievable. And the Mets blew a chance to blow the doors open. And it was a double play and an inning, at the end the inning, in the eighth inning. Terrible base running by Carlos Gomez. But the Mets beat the Dodgers the next day, 7-3. Mats versus Rich Hill. Mats get it started. Um, the Mets get it started in the third inning with a Conforto oops uh, single. It wasn't even a single. He hit the ball to third base. He check swinged it to third base. And um, the runner who was on third base, which was Mats, did a great job breaking on the ball to score the run. Um, the third baseman threw it home and didn't get Mats. Mats is a great base runner, by the way. And I didn't realize that Mats comes in in a lot of games uh, pinch running for for people because he's a great runner and he's smart on the base pads. He basically scored that run for the Mets on great base running. Um, the Dodgers come right back in the third with a two-run homer by Cody Bellinger again. Uh, to put the Dodgers up 2-1. to one. Uh, The Mets come right back in the fourth with a solo home run by Todd Frazier, who is actually getting hot right now. He's been playing very well. And I thought he was going to get DFA'd after the way J.D. Davis has been playing. But Todd Frazier, he's cementing his uh, his position at third bases. This is why um, um, you have um, Davis playing the outfield, which we'll get into in the fourth game that the Mets played. Um, but in the seventh inning, Conforto puts it away with a grand slam uh, in the seventh inning. And that's all, folks. The Mets end up winning 7-3. Diaz pitched in this game. Um, why he pitched in this game? Because it was a save opportunity. But, you know, the Mets are winning. I say put him in when the Mets are winning. But uh, he pitched in the sev- in the ninth inning, and this is where we get into... Uh, Diaz pitching in the ninth inning um, the next game. The Mets ended up winning 7-3, and we get to the next game where the Mets lose in a heartbreaker, 9-8. Peter Alonso got it started in this game in the first inning with a two-run homer to go up 2-0. Mets go up 3-0 in the third inning, and disaster strikes for Noda Syndergaard. Something's going on with him. He's just, he was giving up hit after hit after hit. The Dodgers ended up scoring three runs in in this inning. Um, it topped off with an RBI single by Turner and tied the game at 3-3. Uh, 
I don't know what's going on with Syndergaard, but uh, uh, he's just not as dominant as he used to. And it goes to show you, Brody Van Wagenen must have saw something in Syndergaard, and this is why he wanted to trade him. Man, does that trade look good right now if they would have traded him before the season started. But they didn't. We have him. Fans were in an uproar about North Syndergaard staying. I mean, leaving. But he stayed, and he's a disaster. But Alonzo was not done. He hit another two-run homer in the fifth, in a two-run homer in the fifth inning to put the Mets up five to three. Now, I thought about this. If the Mets were winning, if Mickey Calloway wasn't a disaster of a, a manager by managing this uh, bullpen, would Peter Alonzo be the rookie of the year and MVP if the Mets were winning? Because this guy is unbelievable. So, Carlos Gomez in the fifth inning did a great, had a great play. Seager hit it out to the center field. I thought the ball was going to get hit out, but it hit off the top of the wall. Gomez misplayed it, but he made a terrific play, throwing the, throwing the runner out at third base. I mean, he launched the ball to third base to get Seager out at third, who was trying to stretch a double into a triple. Seager had a great game, actually, today in this game, but um, Gomez just made a great play to keep it at 5-3. Now, both uh, the Mets and Dodgers score some more runs during this game, and it was eventually 8-5 to five going into the ninth inning. And then Diaz happened. So he pitched the game before. Pitched, uh, I don't know how many pitches he pitched, but it doesn't matter. He was in the game in a non-safe situation. But when the Mets are winning, you want to put him in anyway. So I agree with Mickey Calloway on that. But we'll go through what happened in the ninth inning because the Mets didn't even get an out in this in this game. I thought the Mets were going to win this game. I said, man, we're going to win two out of three. This is unbelievable. But uh, we have a three-run lead. You think Diaz is going to shut the door. And like that, the Mets lose this ball game. Peterson started off with a solo home run, so it's 8-6. to six. So I'm thinking, all right, no problem. We need, just need three outs. Sorry, 8-6. to six. Still got a good lead. We're good to go. Then Mundy, then Mundy. Uh, rips a solo home run. Oh no, Munchy, Munchy, Munchy. I think his name is. He had a solo home run. I mean, he ripped it down the line, and I'm like, ooh, eight to seven. Ugh. All right, you know Diaz like to make people sweat, so let's sweat it out. Turner gets a double, and I'm like, oh my god, let's 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 try to get an out here. And I thought it was gonna walk Bellinger, but they didn't, and he ended up getting a double. To tie this game right at, I mean, right after the Turner double, and it's eight to eight. Now I'm thinking, all right, let's, uh, man, we're gonna lose this game. Period. We're not even gonna get into extra innings. Seager it was intentionally walked because he had a great game, and then there was an infield hit by uh, by the next batter. Um, and then well, I think his name was Beatty, or I don't know his name. It doesn't really matter. The bases were loaded, and. Uh, Ver, Ver, Vertigo um, had a sacrifice fly to end this game, and it was an unbelievable loss by the Mets. Poor Diaz, you know, he said that that was the worst outing in his life. I don't blame him, but you hate to see him in that game for so long. I mean, you knew that 
it wasn't going to end up good after Turner got that double and Bellinger got the double. I would have immediately took him out after that because he blew the save, but they left him in there and he threw unnecessary pitches uh, in the ninth inning and um, the Mets ended up losing this game, which is a very, very, very big heartbreaker. And Mickey Calloway said at the end of this game, uh, our guys are going to play well the next day. They're not going to let this loss hurt us in the long run. And um, he was, in fact, wrong. Because the next game, the Mets lose 2 nothing. Uh Vargas was pitching in this game, and I thought the Mets were going to lose 20 to zip. But uh, he actually pitched well in this game. Um, he, pitched, uh, he pitched a complete seven innings. He did pretty good. He gave up one run. And it was in the first inning. This is why I thought the Mets were going to lose 20 to nothing because he gave up the run in the first inning. Um, the ball guy hit the Davis. In the begin- Taylor hit the ball to Davis. He had a triple out of this because Davis misplayed it in the outfield. Now, Davis has to play because he's a great offensive player, but he misplayed it in the outfield because, you know, Frazier's been playing well as well, and they got to get Davis some at-bats. And he just misplayed the ball. Got the ball, he dove for the ball, and the ball got away from him all the way into the outfield. Taylor ended up on third, and then Munchie gets the gets the RBI double um, to put the um, Dodgers up one to nothing, and that was it. Really, they ended up scoring another run in the eighth inning to win the game two to nothing. Um, Mets lose three out of four against the Dodgers. I mean, I said that that was going to happen. But these losses right now is not going to be sitting well with Brody Van Wagenen. And I said that um, last week. Wait till they go on the road and play Arizona and the Dodgers and have a disaster. We're going to be right back on Monday saying that uh, either Callaway has to go or we're going to stick with Callaway. But the Mets go to Arizona and they beat Arizona the first game, 5-4. to four. Uh, Frazier gets a start in the second inning. Uh, with an RBI single to put the Mets up one to nothing, Arizona uh, goes up uh, on Wheeler in the sixth inning. Uh, the Mets were up three to one in the sixth inning, and uh, Marte hits a solo home run to to uh, cut the ha- ha- the lead in half three to two, and then Walker hits a two run homer, um, a monstrous shot to put Arizona up four to three, and. Um, and um, the Mets tie the game in the eighth inning with an infield hit by J.D. Davis, 4-4. to And then Carlos Gomez gets an RBI double in the eighth with the double that was interfered by one of the ball boys. And, yeah, I know if I felt bad for him. He just touches the ball. I don't know why he touched the ball. But uh, he grabbed the ball when the ball got hit down the line. I don't think Edgemarie would have scored. I think he would have scored. But uh, Gazelman shuts the door in the ninth, and the Mets win this game 5-4. It's a good win by the Mets, but uh, they lost last night. And um, if the Mets, like I said, if the Mets lose today, we're going to have another press conference with uh, Mickey Calloway, whether he's going to keep his job or not. But um, we play Arizona today. And then we go into San, not go into San Francisco. We play San Francisco at home, and then have a three-game series against Colorado. I think the Mets will take two out of three against San Francisco, but I think the Mets will win one game against Colorado because Colorado's uh, actually okay. 
But um, it's just tough times for the Mets right now. And Mickey Calloway should be fired. <laughs> he just does a terrible job managing the pitching staff. Uh, the offense is good. And the offense is not... I mean, you're going to have some nights where you're not going to score. But the, what they did to the Dodgers in this uh, in the three games, they did pretty well. Uh, they They put up... Five runs, seven runs, and eight runs. I mean, they got shut out the last game of the season, but that's because you know with the heartbreaker they had the day before. I mean, that's gonna that's gonna play a factor in um, your psyche going into the next game. But they score runs. They're they're doing their they're doing their thing. Um, they scored five runs yesterday, and they blew it. The bullpen blew it, but. The Mets are scoring some runs. The offense is not the problem. It's just the pitching. I just don't understand how these pitchers can't get any outs. But we'll see what next week. Uh, We'll get into all the mistakes that I've made this week in this podcast. And then we'll get into the games that they'll play against Arizona. Three games against San Francisco. And the two games that I will cover against Colorado. So that's our podcast. Well, one game against Colorado. Because the the game will be on Friday. That's our podcast. Uh, This is Mr. Lewis, 101 New York Sports, the new podcast. We will talk to you guys later. Hopefully the Mets can turn this around. And Mickey Calloway is not a manager of the New York Mets. So we'll talk to you next week and have a great day.